0: What is up, Level Up Nation, and welcome to the July 27th edition of Level Up Live, your home for gaming and esports news, brought to you by OTN Media. My name is Fiasco, but you can call me John. I am joined, as always, by the king of the courtside, the the like the Ohio State, like the George Mason University, like the University of Colorado, the courtside king, Joey. What's up, buddy?
1: I mean, can George Mason even use the? Didn't Ohio State copyright it or something, or try to copyright it in front of university names?
0: I don't know. I mean, there, there was a basketball recruit that called uh, George Mason the University of George Mason, which oh. was a little strange. Uh, okay. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I'll take, don't the, the, I'll take the gains there. We'll take it. Yeah, it's 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 a little, it's a little weird, uh, Joey. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't even know where to start. It's a Thursday. I'm tired. I want to go home. I just want to take a nap right now. But, Nation, we can't take a nap yet because there's one thing you have to do, and that's follow the show on Facebook and whatever the heck Elon Musk is calling his social media platform this week. <laughs> uh, don't know whether it's SkinnyX, X, <laughs> Twitter. Twitter.com still works. X.com works. I wasn't going to try that one out at work because I do not want to get in trouble. Um, but whatever the artist formerly known as Twitter is called... Uh, Make sure you follow us on OTN Media. Uh, And while you're on X Twitter's whatever's Elon's platform is called, uh, follow Joey at Quartzite King, myself at Fiasco. Uh, We're also on threads uh, because that's a little less cringe, even though it's owned by a very cringy person uh, in the company called Meta. Uh, So we have that as well. And Nation, as always, the live show on Twitch is the most epic of epicness places to catch. The show is on Twitch Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so that's always a good place to catch it. But don't worry if you can't catch it live 8 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. We have the podcast version for you. Usually ready the very next day. That is if I am not being a lazy SOB. Um, so I'll go and call myself out on that one because I have been very lazy as of late. Uh, available on your podcast of choice. Look up Level Up Podcast. Extra credit. Use your Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime, Spicy, whatever it's called Uh, because they change it just as much as Elon changes Twitter uh, on OTN Media as well and earn Joey's eternal love and respect, and maybe he will carry you in League of Legends, one of the two. Probably All right. (laughs) All right, Joey. Uh, It's been a little chaotic, uh, so I'm going to throw this to you in a very generic sense. What in the world are we
1: talking about tonight? John, that is a wonderful question, and we're going to have to discover it as we go through today's show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, guys, I did not have a chance to run up with notes with John tonight, so we are kind of working our way uh, through different things we've seen posted on social media this week as well as through our Discord server. For those aren't on Discord yet, discord.me forward slash OTN is the easiest way to get there. Uh, We can pop that link over in the chat as well for those live with us here on Twitch. Uh, But throughout the week, we usually type up a bunch of gaming news. Sometimes we'll comment on it a little bit, but definitely post it in our gaming chat channel over there. Uh, So we're kind of going to be working our way through that tonight mainly looking at some of the bigger topics. We're not going to touch on every single thing. Obviously, Tencent is going to buy a new developer. It feels like every week nowadays. Uh, We're not going to touch on every single one of those, um, but we will kind of hit some of the bigger news uh, as well as some of the more um, out there news, let's say, to kick off today's episode.
0: All right. So I would say we have our topics, but uh, we don't. We don't. It's as simple as that. Uh, So we're going to need to pick it up here on the drink of choice here, sir. Joey, uh, your beverage of choice for tonight's grab bag edition of Level Up Live.
1: Uh, I quickly grabbed a water from the fridge. (laughs) Um, It is interesting, though. This is, well, it's nothing really exciting to look at, Um, but it's a mango chili-infused water. I like my water spicy. All right, well, uh,
0: I have finished off a lovely bottle of filibuster bourbon, uh, single bourbon whiskey uh, from a dual cask finished in French oak barrel. Nice, crispy right there, right there. There's there's the goods right there on camera for you. Uh, mango chili, truly. It's actually a really good truly um, for a cider, not a cider, uh, for a seltzer. Uh, that is a very, very, very good flavor. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, bourbon's still good. All right, Joey, I would say we have our topics, but I know we definitely have our beverages. So let's go ahead and jump right into today's episode. Let's get into gaming and esports news. And, of course... This segment is presented by GamerBytes. Bite-sized gaming and esports news delivered weekly directly to your inbox. Sign up today. If you're here in Twitch, check out that beautiful link in the chat. If you are listening to the podcast version uh, down the road, Joe, you had one job, you didn't do it again. Uh, (laughs) Check out the show (laughs) notes for you below. Joey, let's get into game and eat sports news. Let's go.
1: I'm not going to lie, John. Right before we went live, you had mentioned something about filibustering. I thought you were going to try to talk your way through different topics to, like, extend the length of something. I totally forgot the name of your bourbon over there was filibuster. So it um, is
0: by far the best Virginia bourbon whiskey out there. Uh, Not being paid by them. um, Not a (laughs) spokesperson for them, but it is absolutely delicious. This bottle right here is about 60 bucks. Uh, so it's a decent price for a bourbon whiskey uh, distilled. Uh, I believe it is was it Strasburg, Virginia. I could see it uh, being out that way. No, Marrowtown. No idea where that is. Marrowtown almost looks like Mari. So maybe they might do like a like, lot of, uh, you know, you are not the father kind of thing also out there. But who knows? <laughs> but yeah, right there. That's that. I have to pick up a new bottle now.
1: Okay, welcome to the Gaming and Esports Show. Let's dive into this week again. Topics are going to be a little unorganized, so they might not flow as cleanly as they typically do, but we're going to jump around and make it happen. Uh, First one, John, we're going to come right out of our shells nice and early. Xbox has announced a partnership with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, uh, inspired as well by Paramount, I believe, is involved in this. They have a nice sweepstakes going for what they quote as the first ever pizza-scented Xbox controller. Uh, John, I feel like you may have had one of those in your past as well. No, <laughs> I have not. Uh, this, this is stupid.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's nice to know Microsoft has so much money that they, not only can they set a record for acquiring Activision Blizzard, uh, but they also have enough money for R&D into pizza-scented Xbox controllers. Uh, That look hideous. I'm not a fan of these at all. Um, I would tell you what they look like to me, but that will be uh, level up after hours. So check out (laughs) OTN discord if you want the spicy take uh, for what those controllers really look like. Uh, But yeah, not a fan, uh, not paying the price tag. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be smelling my controller to see what scent it has. I who smells their controller? I'm too busy throwing
1: it from getting angry at video games. Oh, my gosh. Don't throw your controller, people. Yeah, uh, It's interesting, right? It's unique. It's different. Again, I wouldn't call it the first pizza of controller. I'm sure some gamer out there was eating some dominoes and slapping his controller around a bit as well. Uh, with that being said, it's interesting, right? It's capitalizing on an up-and-coming movie. There's going to be some crossover there between gaming audiences. You had a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh Shredder's Revenge recently on Game Pass as well, kind of plays into that a little bit too. I'm not a hater of the design, uh the controller design itself that is. I'm not a big fan of the big old pizza slice on the back uh or like John said kind of having a scented pizza slice. I think it's like a um want to say it's a diffuser is how they're getting the scent in there. So it's like diffusing pizza scent. Uh, not really something I necessarily want to smell the whole time. Uh, not to mention, that would probably make me hella hungry while I'm gaming. Uh, and I'm already hungry enough as is. So, yeah, it just it doesn't feel super necessary, but I think it is a fun little crossover. I'm glad this is not a regularly sold controller, though. I think that would have been a little too extra even for me. Um, but I do think it being a contest uh, makes it a little bit more fun here and there. Are you laughing at this girl sniffing this? <laughs> the picture of the girl literally just... <laughs> Nose deep into this
0: controller, and like I'm sorry if, if if you're the model for this and you're posing, what's going through your head? like, am I really going to be plastered all over the internet with my nose like? plastered into this Xbox controller that smells like pizza. Okay, time out.
1: You would totally take that job. If someone offered you money to pose sniffing a controller, you absolutely would. Not a doubt in my mind. Uh, And apparently
0: the pizza's removable. You don't have to have the pizza. It it looks like a rumble pack from the N64. Oh, my gosh. It just plugs in the back or something. Ah. Like, is this going to affect battery life? Is this going to, like, you know... That's a good question, actually, the battery life. I don't know if it's... how how long is this going to last? Like, how long is that smell going to be there? Like, is it only activated when your Xbox controller is on? Or if you leave it in a small enough room where your entire room smells like pizza for the next week? Um, I just... I, can you fill it up with another thing? Can you have, like, a pizza diffuser that's actually, like, I don't know, putting out chili dog smells? Really really confuse your friends when they come over. Um uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, look, why not, Joey? We made a pizza scent controller. Why not make a chili dog one? Why not make a buffalo wing one? How about we just make, like... I don't know, a, a Limburger cheese one. How about that?
1: I'm going to make Limburger. it extra stinky. Yeah,
0: let's make it stinky up in this joint, Joey. That's that's all I'm trying to say.
1: Oh, my I'm gosh. To say. That is, this is too much for me. But if you guys want to check that out, again, there is a contest running for the pizza-scented Ninja Turtle Xbox controller. You can go ahead and rally for that contest breathe it in Uh, breathe Uh, it in i'm sure you'll see it around social media more and more because people are picking it up and talking about it a lot so at the very (laughs) least it is definitely pulling in quite a bit of marketing whether that be positive or negative we'll let you guys be the judge on that front
0: it's a full slice you can see the tip of the pizza coming out underneath the controller where you plug in a, it's wild. Physical, a wired headphone into this damn controller. It is a full-size DiGiorno slice, if you will, on the back of your controller. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is definitely a wild one. But we'll keep an eye on it for you guys. If John wins the controller, we will be sure no. to let you know here on the show. Absolutely. Uh, but not. next up, we hinted at it a little bit earlier. We're just going to quickly mention them here. Tencent, John, uh, we know them as the Chinese giant of gaming, the sleeping giant to some. Uh, Usually with acquisition conversations, you hear a lot about Microsoft and Sony going at different developers. And then occasionally you hear whispers of an Amazon or an Embracer coming in. Uh, One of the big ones to keep an eye out for, and we mention it all the time, is Tencent. Uh, This is arguably the biggest gaming developer in the world. Uh, They publish tons of games from tons of different developers overall. They have a giant portfolio uh, that includes some of the most well-known studios in the world, including stuff like Riot Games, uh, Supercell over there with Clash of Clans and Clash Royale. Uh, They have a very, very big portfolio. Well, that portfolio is growing, sir. Uh, They have acquired visual arts over in Japan. And on top of that, they are now the major shareholder in Techland as well. Uh, Techland, for those who don't know, is a Polish studio most known for developing Dying Light. Uh, which is one of those kind of zombie parkour-esque games out there. Uh, Pretty popular. They just released their new new version of Dying Light, Dying Light 2, in February of, I think it was last year. Um, So, again, it's kind of on a high note right now. They just moved into a new office. They have a couple different new IPs in development as well, or rather projects in development. They may be new, or or at least one of them is new. One of them could be Dying Light 3. Uh, With that being said, Tencent continues to invest, continues to acquire... And while everyone is judging Microsoft, because obviously Activision Blizzard is a very, very big purchase, don't sleep on Tencent either. They're not picking up those giant publishers, but they are definitely pulling in many, many smaller developers, kind of building up their arsenal as well. Next up in the news is going to be the next game from From Software, and that is Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Uh, we've been keeping an eye on this one. We've had a few different story trailers and such, but now we got a nice gameplay preview video. This ran about 12 minutes long, so we're not going to play the full thing here on Twitch, uh, but we can talk through a little bit about what we're seeing here live on the stream. Uh, John, I think this is one of those kind of mech games. I've never played a Fires of Rubicon. An Armored Core game, rather. Uh, But I know this is one of those franchises that a lot of people keep an eye out for. Uh, It is one of those kind of storied franchises as well. Uh, I've never been a very big mech game fan. Um, I played a little bit of Titanfall here and there. Maybe a Transformers game here or there just in passing. um, But I've never really jumped too much high into the mech genre. With that being said, this is coming from a very storied studio. It's a franchise that's been around and quite popular for a while. Uh, I might give it a try. Graphically, it looks pretty good, and it seems to be pulling in quite a bit of hype as its fall launch draws near.
0: Yeah, it looks cool. Graphically, it's it's stunning. It looks really, really good. Um, my only issue is like it just feels like we have a lot of like, space-based games coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, this one stands out because it's more mech-based than anything else. Um Yeah, I think it looks cool. I may give it a shot here. Do we know if it's going to be on Game Pass? I don't
1: at launch. Uh, It could be. We just don't know yet.
0: Okay, yeah. So it may not be one I buy. If it comes to Game Pass, I would definitely check it out. Um, It kind of gives me some Metal Gear Solid, like Metal Gear Rex vibes to it Mm. uh, from the mech from that game. Um, But nonetheless, I I think it looks great. I think mech games are a lot of fun. Um, I've played a few in the past in my childhood, and I had a lot of fun playing them. Uh, You know... Mechanic, me- mechanic-wise, it's a little different because obviously you're plane has a gigantic mech, and they have different abilities. But you know, after a while, like it's—I mean, it's kind of like ace combat. Like you, you know, you may not have a pilot's license, but after a while, you start to figure out like the mechanics of the airplane. Mm. Same thing with the mech here. Like whether you're flying, whether you're on the ground, whether you're running, whether you're trying to use a different a bunch of abilities to do whatever you need to do. Uh, I think you know gamers will adapt to it if you've never played a mech game before. But mech games can be a lot of fun.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I definitely think it's one to look out for if you're into mech games or if you're into that different style of combat, or maybe you're just really missing Titanfall. It's not going to scratch that itch completely, but it is definitely worth looking into to kind of hit some of those veins of combat style, at least the mech version of it. Uh, On top of it, again, I mean, very story developer behind this one. It's definitely one to watch out for. Now, it's going to be a little bit of a different team than what you saw from Elden Ring, as it is a very different style of game. Uh, but with that being said, it, from software does not miss very often, and at least visually, it does look quite good so far. Okay. Can you still hear me, John? Oh, there we go. My back now. Did I lose you for a minute? You are, yes. Okay, cool. Saw a little bit there. So, yeah, overall, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Again, it's been around for a while, and it has quite a fan base behind it. Uh, Next up in the news is going to be Ubisoft. John, this is a bit of a messy situation. So over the weekend, we had a gamer claim that they got a notification from Ubisoft via an email that said if they don't log into their account within 30 days, everything will be deleted. All of their statistics based with the account, their whole games library, pretty much everything associated with their Ubisoft account unless they were to log in within that 30 days. Now, we've seen companies do this before. Uh, as far as, like, deleting data or deactivating your account or whatever the case may be. Um, But to my knowledge, this is the first time we really see someone jumping in and saying, hey, all those games you bought, they're also obsolete if your account goes inactive. Uh, I do not like this play at all from Ubisoft. They did come through and they clarified that's not quite how it worked. But in their clarification, it sounds exactly how it works. Uh, More or less, they're like, ah, we give you 30 days to log in. It's just a notification of those 30 days that you still have time to log in. Uh, Well, a lot of military people have come out and said, hey, we had Ubisoft games, and when we went overseas, we're away from our PCs or consoles or whatever the case may be, and then the game has just gone away. They don't have access to it. They don't have their stats anymore. Or if they were those PC gamers, unfortunately, no access to the game anymore as well. Now, if you're serving overseas you don't exactly have the ability to log in within those 30 days your tour could very easily be longer than those 30 days uh and again military is just one example here there's obviously many others maybe it gets lost in your spam folder and you don't see it for 30 days whatever the case may be i hate this policy from ubisoft and as a gamer as someone who wants to see the industry uh, continue to grow in positive ways i feel like this is a big step back
0: yeah it's 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 terrible Uh, this is a horrible idea um, <clears throat> what you're you're upset because unused accounts are taking up space on your server guess what you're a multi-million dollar company get more servers. right get exactly. more storage simple as that you're you're punishing your your gamers like <clears throat> i'm sorry like in the last three four years developers have actually made strides to i don't know be friendly to the people that spend their hard-earned money on the games they developed uh this makes no sense from ubisoft like why would you even need to do this? At the end of the day, why? Most companies will like, lock you out of an account if you've been inactive for like two, three years. You have to go through security protocol to get back in there just for safety, but all your stuff is still there. World of Warcraft is a, is a prime example with Blizzard. Uh, there was a period of time where I quit World of Warcraft because some of the expansions were dog water. Um, so I didn't play. So what happened? I logged back in after several years, and Blizzard's like, oh, hey, welcome back. Just verify your information. Cool. All my characters are still there. All my achievements are still there. Exactly how I left them when I stopped playing before. Uh, that's, that's how you do it. I mean, you don't punish gamers for being inactive. Especially, it looks even worse when you have a member of the military who's stationed overseas that may not have access to Ubisoft servers or, or any of their titles or whatever... Where they're currently stationed, God forbid, you know they're in a, you know they're in a, in a, in a conflict zone, uh, let alone you know uh, uh, stationed somewhere peacefully. Uh, it's just it's just, it just looks bad. It just makes it even worse that it was a member of the military that brought this to light. Uh, it just from a PR standpoint, it's it's a nightmare for Ubisoft. Their explanation, like Joey said, was very ineffective. It was like, oh no, that's not what we're doing. And then they confirmed it is what they're doing. Uh, it just, I don't know. Like, the, the PR team needs, needs some updates, uh, and Ubisoft needs to get with the program. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea from Ubisoft.
1: Yeah, definitely not the play, not the way to go. To lose your games like that, especially games you've purchased over time, like I think it's one thing to lose statistics, and I I think, again, that doesn't take up that much room on servers, guys, Um, but to lose the games, especially the licenses that you've acquired and purchased, that, to me, is the real dagger here, and I think it's something uh, that we, all gamers, regardless of fanboyism or whatever you want to call it with console wars uh, i think this is something that everyone should stand up for and up against some of the drm stuff as well like we've seen so much drm policy come out uh, from playstation from microsoft with xbox uh, over the last couple years and we've definitely seen strides Microsoft really leading the way with backwards compatibility, PlayStation and Sony now doing that, as well as Nintendo as well with Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, I definitely think those are things we need to see more and push for more. Uh, But again, even with backwards compatibility, we don't want licenses to go away. So it's definitely something that fans should go after as well. Next up is going to be an interesting one. Uh, Over on the Xbox side of things, Xbox will soon let players map keyboard keys to controller buttons. Uh, The feature is currently available for the Alpha Insiders on Xbox consoles and will eventually roll out to further rings like Beta and Delta later on. Uh, John, I know this is something you and I have kind of talked about here and there uh, at different intervals before. You being a big World of Warcraft player on PC... Uh, as where all world of warcraft players are to my knowledge at the moment Uh, but there's been rumors here and there in the past that hey maybe we'll one day see an xbox or playstation edition and then with activision blizzard being acquired by microsoft who owns xbox as a major gaming brand that's kind of driven up more rumors that that could be even more of a possibility moving forward you have games like valorant and league of legends discovering the ability to move to mobile devices and maybe consoles as well in the future We know Riot Games has been testing Valorant uh, on Xbox consoles, at least to some degree. So it's not something completely absurd that we eventually see some more of these PC games move to console. Uh, Now, with that being said, Valorant is a gun game, very similar to CSGO, which was on console. There are quite a few triggers and buttons that have to be pushed here and there for keybinds, but World of Warcraft, John, is a whole different monster. I mean, we're talking, I feel like some of the keybinds on that thing can get north of 20. Yeah,
0: um, what I'm trying to do here is find an image uh, of what the current basic <laughs> uh, action bar setup looks like for World of Warcraft. And I think I'm able to find one here. Hold on one moment. Do, 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 here do, we go. Do, do, do. So, just real quick ignore the ones that are in the middle of the screen, but at the bottom, those are three rows of action bars, and the bottom row allows you to scroll through four. Four different, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve different buttons on that bottom bar. You can scroll through four pages plus the two action bars on top. That does not include the action bars that go on the sides, Uh, on either side, the left and right side, nor the action buttons you currently see in the middle of that screen as well. Now, Joey, a a complaint a lot of people have with some of the more complex games on Xbox is, you know, oh, like, there's just so many button, you know, bindings I have to remember, like... You know, you have Y, B, X, and A, but then, like, you know, those do four moves. But then, if you hold down left trigger, it's a whole new set of four moves. And if you hold down right trigger, it's a whole new set of four moves. And, like, can you imagine if you had to hold down left trigger, right bumper, and then start pressing buttons also because that scrolls you to page three where your movement casts are so you can jump around and raid so you don't wipe your raid? No. Honestly, to be completely honest, if you want to play an MMORPG, if this ever comes to console, do yourself and everyone else in your guild, if you join a guild or if you get into a dungeon or if you get into a raid by using, you know, you know, find, a, you know find a group or whatever, do not play on console. Do not. You will wipe your entire dungeon run. You will wipe your raid. There is no freaking way a controller is going to be good in an MMORPG. To me, it just does not make sense. If you're going to do it, guess what? The Xbox allows you to plug mouse and keyboard in. Do that. Plug in a mouse and keyboard for the love of everything holy and tell before it was burned down by the Banshee Queen. Do not play with a controller if it comes to Xbox. An MMORPG, WoW, Guild Wars 2, whatever you want to call it. It, just don't do it. Play it on a PC or plug in a mouse and a keyboard. You'll thank me later. You can thank me when you do it also. But do not come to me crying when you get kicked out of a guild because you wipe when you're trying to you know, beat the end-of-game content raid because you're on a controller and you couldn't get to your clear cast fast enough to disrupt the, the boss uh, cast that will wipe the entire team. Uh, so I don't want to hear it. Uh, it's a terrible idea if this does go to World of War. If, pardon me, if it does go... Uh, to console um now do i think it's going to be good for casual players yeah probably if it does but again mouse and keyboard mouse and keyboard mouse and keyboard do not use controllers for mmo
1: yeah i mean i'm open to well i don't want to say open to it i'm curious about it more than anything uh, just because there's so many keybinds like certain ones over there you have like elder scrolls online is available on mount or on controller rather uh Fallout seventy six is obviously available on controller as well. Um but wow is just it feels like a different monster entirely. Just with so many freaking keybinds and so much history behind it. Uh, I love the idea of it and John you already mentioned what I was going to. Uh just inches away you could just plug a keyboard in. Heck, you could yes. even get a Bluetooth keyboard and plug it in, uh as well as a mouse, so and with that being an option, I feel like that almost makes this a little bit obsolete, even if it does come to console. Uh, at the same point, I'm sure there's people out there who would do this. I mean, heck, people played freaking Elden Ring on a dance mat. So it's very possible that this becomes one of those like challenges, like how fast can you clear this dungeon uh, as a speed run on controller? Or you won't. can you do this without wiping at all? You, uh, the only
0: way you will clear a dungeon with a controller is if you go back to old content where you one-shot everything where an auto-attack does 11 million damage. Yeah, uh, there it, you go. No, it's not going to happen.
1: I'm also thinking just like aiming, right? Like some of the spells you cast are like area of effect, and you have to aim them with the mouse while you're clicking multiple keys. And while I just, moving. Yeah, exactly. Doing that on controller <laughs> just it's, baffles me. I just can't imagine how that's going to play out. Um, but maybe it's a completely separate edition, right? Maybe they go a console-only edition that allows more timing for inputs to be put through. I really have no idea. Um, but it is definitely going to be something we keep an eye on. And if it does eventually land and there's a way to try it for free, we're going to have John give it a try and uh, give his comparison feedback. I'd rather play uh, Cuphead, Joey. We should (laughs) still do Cuphead. A Cuphead couch stream (laughs) definitely needs to happen. Uh, But for now, uh, we'll hold that off as we keep moving through today's topics. Next up on the list is the first game heading to both Game Pass and PlayStation Plus on day one. Uh, The winner of that title is going to be Sea of Stars. uh, One of the games that's kind of been on my indie list for two years now. It was supposed to release, I believe, fall 2022. Now about a year later, releasing in fall 2023, set for an August release. Uh, I definitely think this is one to put on your guys' radar and if you subscribe to either Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, it seems like it'll be right down that alley for you to give it a try for a very competitive price of free uh, plus your subscription price. So overall, I definitely think this is one looking at. I really like the graphics. I love it. Uh, John, if you scroll down just a little bit, you can show off some of the graphics as well. It very much has that kind of um, old RPG style that you see in stuff like an old Final Fantasy or a... Um, Dragon Quest or some of those different titles, Uh, Final Fantasy tactics style per se, um, but a little bit more free flowing. Uh, I really like the look of it again, graphically, artistically. I think it's phenomenal. I'm very excited to see what the character abilities bring to the table as well.
0: Definitely reminds me of old school Game Boy games.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be a fun one. So PS Plus and Game Pass Day one for that one. Uh, We'll keep an eye on that. Next up, another game coming out this fall, this one landing in early September and this one landing at the top of John's Game of the Year contender list. That is Starfield. John, we just recently got three new Starfield teasers in kind of an animation form, a little bit of like a I'm going to say mini anime per se. Uh, These three little stories that gave us a quick snapshot of three different um, big cities known throughout that Starfield universe. New Atlantis being one of them, and I believe that was the first one to drop, uh, the capital of the United Colonies. Uh, I love the way these animation styles were done. I think they did a phenomenal job, and I'll post them in here if you want to play one up here on Twitch. Um, But I really like the style of them. I think they're very unique. I think they're different. I think it kind of plays into the vibe uh, again, very different animation than what we saw with Overwatch, but I feel like Overwatch did a very good job bringing characters to life through the stuff that they were able to show off. Uh, this one feels a little bit more like Fallout, and which fits very well with this being kind of compared to Fallout in space. Um, but overall, it makes me more intrigued for these cities and for the different lives that can be led within the Starfield game itself. Like, it gets me thinking about my character creator once again and the many hours you will spend in the character creator, um, but also kind of what path do I want to go? Do I want to go with the scoundrel path? Do I want to be a scientist? I mean, there's just so many different possibilities, and we kind of get a little bit of a glimpse of those here in these animes. Any other thoughts on these dropping, John? Do you like this style of kind of marketing material for Starfield?
0: Yeah, why not? I mean the hype is there There, there, there's a huge reason so uh it makes sense you're going to reach different audiences with this that are potentially going to look into this game now because you have three anime style videos uh promoting what this game is going to be about uh so yeah i I like it i think it's unique i think it's different and i think uh, a large developer uh like bethesda can easily pull something like this off for as a marketing tactic so uh, I think it works. I think it's smart. I think it looks good. And I,
1: I highly recommend, uh, if you have the time, check out all three. Yeah, definitely check them out, guys. They're called the Settled Systems. Uh, the different titles are Supra at Ultra, Where Hope is Built, and The Hand That Feeds. Um, I don't remember which city is featured in which ones. So you guys have to check them out for yourselves. But head over to the Bethesda Softworks YouTube channel to find those three. And probably more to come as that marketing continues to ramp up ahead of the September 9th launch for Starfield. The hand Um, that
0: feeds is from Pleasure City.
1: (laughs) Oh, there you go. So Pleasure City it is over in Starfield. Uh, Uh, I am
0: not talking about this next topic you put on the notes. Absolutely. Oh,
1: absolutely. We just have to briefly (sighs) mention it uh, because I know you were extremely excited when it first got shown off in the Summer Game Fest, easily calling it the highlight of Jeff Keighley's show. Uh, This has been an actor who has inspired you throughout your podcasting career. Um, But on top of that, there are many fans of Dead by Daylight out there as well, and they can now play as the new survivor, Nicholas Cage, uh, in this killer update. There's new features, perk updates, map changes, and, of course, your boy, Nick Cage. Uh, John, we don't have to spend too much time on this, because I know you could spend a whole night's podcast on this topic. Um, What are your thoughts on Nick Cage, once again, coming to Dead by Daylight?
0: Yeah, I can't stand it. Um, I'm more worried about the... uh, the The site of Twitter X over here uh, for trending says he's naked. Uh, Didn't didn't see that on there. Wait, what? Yeah. It's trending in the U.S. right now. He's he's naked. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Not Nick (laughs) Cage, thank God. Um, No. So so, a good friend of OTN, uh, Philly Fan Dan, was streaming uh, Dead by Daylight earlier today. And there were some, uh, shall I call buffoons. That were dumb enough to purchase Nick Cage. Uh, And apparently, players with Nick Cage already have a reputation of being toxic in-game. Which just, I'm pretty sure Nick Cage is very happy with that. uh, (laughs) That his character is being uh, linked with toxicity in the Dead by Daylight community as well. Uh, Personally, Joey, I said it when it was announced. I'll say it again. uh, If I ever play Dead by Daylight again, I will only be the killer. And if you load in as Nick Cage, I will personally target you. The entire freaking game because it is the dumbest crossover I have seen in years. This is so freaking stupid. Why is Nick Cage in this game? Why is Nick Cage in any video game? No one cares. He's a he's a bad actor. He's not even good. Like he's like in what? That stupid comedy about him being a, a vampire or something? Then oh, I'm gonna go steal the Declaration of Independence. Okay, I times. did
1: enjoy me some national treasure, so let's Calm down with that blasphemy. Oh, uh, uh, he, yeah.
0: he stole the declaration four times. He used lemon juice in an oven to find a secret map on the back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so thrilling. It's so good. Why could they not have killed him on the rock with that nerve gas when it just oh, went off? God. It just choked him out. I Alongside, forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, right, because yeah. everyone thinks of Sean Connery. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he needed. He no, I'm. I'm so done with Nick Cage. I don't need him in video games. I don't need him anywhere else. Get him off the stage. Get him out of video games. Just, just get him out of here.
1: Wow, lots of Nick Cage hate. Uh, I know. Pot of Luck, unfortunately, not with us tonight in chat. Uh, is a big Nick Cage fan, though, and always goes head-to-head with John on that one. So maybe he'll dive into some Dead by Daylight. Maybe he won't. Uh, Maybe he's not the biggest Nick Cage fan out there. We really don't know. Um, But for now, it does not sound like John will be diving into Dead by Daylight to check out the Cage character. So if you guys do, let us know over on Twitter. You can find us at OTN Media. Let us Um, know how he is playing over there. It is not called Twitter. Uh, X, excuse me. Thank you. Sorry. Well, it depends where you log in. Uh, technically, on the app, it still says Twitter on my iPhone. Okay,
0: so 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 right there, Joey, upper left-hand corner of our Twitch stream, uh, I believe that is still the thick X because Elon hasn't changed it yet because he actually doesn't know how to source code. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it hasn't gone back to the skinny X yet.
1: Yeah, it, it's a mess. It is it is quite the experience over there. But speaking of messes, it's not only Twitter slash X having one. ESRB, the good old video games raider, is also having quite a bit of a mess here as well. In my humble opinion. Uh, We've already talked about Ubisoft kind of tripping over themselves with their game deletion action going on. If you don't renew your account or log into your account within 30 days, your library is gone. Well, ESRB says, hey, maybe you can't even play that game because you failed our facial scan to determine your age. Uh, John, this feels like one (laughs) hell of a move by ESRB. Um, I think stuff like this should come down to the parents. I don't think this should be a facial scan. One, that's creepy as hell. Um, but two, most of the people playing video games, and I, I know there are plenty of teens and older adults out there, but there are a hell of a lot of kids and young kids playing games as well. Uh, this feels very creepy to me. And again, I really think this should be on the side of the parents uh, helping those kids decide what games they should play as opposed to uh, some random AI robot scan.
0: This is such an overreach of privacy. Um... Facial recognition. I'm sorry. Joey, how many people do we know that are, like, in their late 20s, early 30s that look like they're 14? Um, how is that going to work? Like, like right. I-, I would love to know. How is it going to work? Is it going to go based upon, because uh, it clearly scans your eye, is it going to, like, are you going to have to register your iris now with the ESRB? Um, at the end of the day, the ESRB was created to help parents better understand The type of games their kids are playing, kind of like the same way we rate movies, we rate video games as well. And then guess what it comes down to? The parents either have to, A, purchase the Mature games for their kids, because if they go try to buy it at, let's say, a Best Buy or a GameStop, uh, the clerk is supposed to say, oh, this game is rated M for Mature. Can I see your ID? Just like when you go to a rated R movie, they're supposed to card you. Now, does that happen all the time? Absolutely not. I can tell you from personal experience they do not card you when you are 14 years old buying a mature video game or when you're 16 trying to sneak into a rated R movie. They do not always do that. Why? Because it's a 16-year-old selling you the damn video game and the rated R movie ticket. They don't care. They, they just don't care. It comes down to the parents. It's the parents' responsibility to know what their kids are playing and downloading and whatever. This is ridiculous. Like this is such an overreach of a private entity that was created to rate video games. There is nothing backing uh it's not backed by a government, it's not backed by some political action. This is a private company that has standardized Rating video games in North America. There's, you know, there's other rating systems around the world, but this is the, one of the larger ones that's used. This is ridiculous. I mean, this can literally create one of the largest biometric databases of not just adult gamers, but of minors. That's a huge, huge privacy issue. This is not going to get off the ground. And if it does, there's going to be lawsuits left and right. Probably to the point where ESRB is either going to have to say, hey, our bad, you know, we're really not bad. People wanting to collect your, your, your retina scans and shit like that part. Oop, pardon me. Uh, stuff like that, uh, you know, of your children uh, for a database on them for their life. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to bankrupt them if they try to go forward with this. It's this going to be as simple as that. This is going to be challenged in every single court across the world. It's not going to happen. And if it does... You may see a lot of people stop playing video games because it's a massive, massive overreach of privacy issues.
1: I mean, I honestly don't even see this going to court. I just don't think this gets off the ground to begin with. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be optimistic here. I think this is ESRB saying, hey, we're going to try to... We think parents are going to buy into this. We think this is great. It's going to allow us to make sure their kids aren't sneaking rated M games when they're only a 7-year-old or an 8-year-old or whatever it may be. Uh, I just don't think... They understand that parents are not going to buy this. Like, hey, just scan my kid's retina in there. Like, no, 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 no. And and I mean, I honestly feel like that's somewhat of a national security threat as well. (laughs) You think? On top of that, like, I mean, retina scans and different facial structures and those scans can be used for different things. And then, obviously, identity theft is kind of on the rise worldwide right now as well. Uh, What a better way than just hacking the ESRB with all these facial scans. Like, I mean there, this is red flags left and right. So while John might be supplying his ID at a GameStop, just imagine them saying, hey, I don't want to see your ID, sir. Let me just scan your face. Um, It's just there are so many red flags. (laughs) And as John said, it's definitely not getting out there. I just don't even see it taking off the ground.
0: And GameStop's going to charge you to scan your face, too, to do it. Yeah, are you a pro member? That causes your scan to be free. Yeah, right, (laughs) if you're not signed up for our crappy magazine that we send out digitally. (laughs) Uh, And on top of it, Joey, I'm sorry, like, Why is this of a concern? Why are we going to facial recognition scans when all you have to do as a parent is go on your parental controls and say, do not download mature games. Make it so when they go into the game store online, whether it's Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, they don't even show up as a thing to be purchased if it's rated whatever and higher. Crazy how that works, Joey. I don't have to give up my entire face to download a game so some person on the dark web can hack the ESRB, get my full facial rec- uh, scan for whatever games I want to play, and then use that because deep fakes are a thing, we see it all the time. Heck, there's a Netflix show that features deep fakes where they make deep fake dating videos of showing people's spouses cheating on them and they have to determine whether it actually happened or whether it didn't happen. It's reality TV using deep fakes and now we're going to have the world's largest database for deep fake hackers to use to set people that's uh, it's Joey this is such a bad rabbit hole to go down. It's not even a conspiracy theory. This legit could happen. How many times do we hear Blizzard Activision gets hacked or uh, Bethesda gets hacked or, or Ubisoft gets hacked if they didn't delete your account for not being inactive for, being inactive for 30 days. Uh, you know, we hear about personal information being breached. Hell, your bank could be breached. Your place of employment can be breached. Joey, my company just did an IT test for phishing emails. I'm proud to say I'm the only person. I, should, I shouldn't say I'm proud. Uh, but I am the only person in my office that did not click the phishing link in the email. Everyone else now has to take a mandatory three-hour cybersecurity training class while I get to go on my day doing my daily routines. Uh, that's the kind of people we deal with in the real world is people are so easily duped into giving up their personal information to people with bad intentions. Whether they mean to or not, it doesn't matter. People on the internet are really weird, and that's what happens. They get a hold of your information, they steal your identity, they deepfake you, and you're done. Simple as that. It's very hard to come back from identity theft once your stuff's on the dark web. It's it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. And the ESRB is trying to speed it up.
1: Yeah, it is. Again, I highly doubt this takes off the ground, um, but it is something we want to make you guys aware of because it is definitely creepy. And it has definitely been in the news this week as one of the hotter stories out there as gamers argue against this potential policy being put into place. Next up, just a few quick hits here as we move down the list. Capcom had their earnings call once again doing phenomenally well. They've been probably the most successful uh, game publisher over the last, I would say, 10 years as far as gains year over year. They continue to climb. It's been phenomenal for Capcom, and they have decided to compound that a little bit by acquiring a new studio, that being Sword Cane Studio. They're the developer involved in a few different games as a support studio, those games most recently being Street Fighter VI, Final Fantasy 16, and Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, Most notably, all three of those games are currently on the short list for Game of the Year this year. So definitely a support support studio worth keeping an eye on. Capcom noticing the talent over there and acquiring them here and announcing it on their earnings call this week. Additionally, and very unfortunate, tech layoffs do continue throughout the industry as well, the video game industry. Uh, Being no outsider to those tech layoffs, CD Projekt Red over in Poland has announced that it'll be laying off around 100 employees in the coming months, nearly 10% of its entire team. Uh, They do have a number of projects in the works over there. Uh, Some with partner studios, some just in person there as well. Um, They're going to their next big launch, rather, is going to be Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, uh, the DLC expansion to Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Additionally, they have a few Witcher projects in the works, some in person there, uh, some that are spread out again with some other partner developers involved as well, and then supposedly another Cyberpunk project in the work as well. So there's a lot going on. Uh, CG Project Red games typically take quite a few years to come out. I think Cyberpunk was in development somewhere between seven and 10 years. We'll probably see some of these other games in development for quite a while. So there will be some ebb and flow of the workforce, but always very unfortunate when we do have layoffs. And it's been quite a big year uh, for layoffs in the tech industry in general. Next up, we have a new Xbox dashboard rolling out. Uh, John, you had fun with this one when we initially talked about it. Uh, People are complaining about not seeing their background image enough in the old dashboard. So Microsoft has come out and said, hey, we'll let you see more of your image. I think they see about, it looks like a little bit more than half. I would say somewhere around five-eighths of the image now shows. Uh, They've kind of shrunk the game and app tiles up on top. Um, I can send you an image of it as well for those live with us here on Twitch to show off. Um, but overall, I mean, the dashboard's clean. I've been demoing it for a couple months as an insider on it. Uh, I really like it. Is it a game-changing dashboard? No, it's a dashboard, guys. It's your home page. Who sits on their damn desktop of their computer for very long? You open something. It could be a word processor for work like Microsoft Word. Uh, it could be a game like maybe you open Steam. You're going to open something. You're not going to just sit and stare at your wallpaper. And that was John and I's argument here as well. Like, yes, it looks nicer. I like the quick action bar at the top. Was it necessary? No. I would rather spend my time in the game than I would looking at a dynamic background. Any other thoughts? (laughs) But Joey, how are you going to know what game you're
0: playing or about to play if the icon is too small in the middle of your screen And you just want to hover over it until your entire screen has a crowded image of that same damn picture from the button you're hovering on appearing in your background with all the buttons covering up 50% of the wallpaper. And you're just going to be like, you know what? Maybe I am on Starfield. Maybe I am on Fortnite if the big gigantic lettering of Fortnite didn't give it away or the fact that you had to sell your soul or your child's you use your child's playground or uh, lunch money to buy your next set of skins because V-Bucks are ridiculous. Um, or, oh, maybe I'm playing Diablo 4 because there's a gigantic demon on my wallpaper now. Yeah, Joy, I'm sorry. I- again, I said it once, I'll say it again. How long from the time you press that magical X button on your controller to load up your Microsoft Xbox Series S console you have on your desk right there next to you, or downstairs next to your TV, depending upon where you are gaming, sir? How <laughs> quick from button push to turn the damn thing on to loading into a game does it take you from point a to point b from when you turn the console on to click the game
1: i'm gonna say like what 15 seconds 20 seconds at most yeah i think 10 15 seconds like maybe i can even take a bathroom break and we hit a minute um but again i'm away from the console at that point point. and with stuff like quick resume on xbox as well yeah. like you don't even wait for loading time for the game to come up it's just friggin' instantly in there and you're playing the i Joey. just yeah this is the again Joey. i think the dashboard looks nice i want to step back and say i do like the look of the dashboard i'm a fan of it i like the little dynamically changing background as i scroll through my games um but is it necessary? Was it as big of a deal as some people made it? Absolutely not. Joey, these are the same people
0: that complained the blades of grass and halo were not realistic Far enough.
1: cry, far cry, yeah. Whatever,
0: whatever it was. <laughs> Joey, um, those are the same people that have not left their house to see actual grass in a very long time. And you want to know why they haven't? Because they're too busy staring at the damn wallpaper on their Xbox with the new home screen because OMG it is so much better than playing the damn video game itself is staring at the artwork that's covered up by icons on your wallpaper of your home screen of your Xbox. So congratulations gamers. Hope you enjoy your new home screen because it's so important it's
1: amazing i love it it's great i like it i like it my home screen sounded like my home screen which makes me think of sports which is going to transition us into our next topic august monthly games for playstation plus have been announced uh we have pga 2 or 2k 23 highlighting the list On top of that, Dreams and Death's Door also coming into play. Uh, A lot of people are like, ah, this is just kind of average. It's not the greatest monthly game giveaway. I beg to differ. Um, I'm a big fan of some of these games here. Dreams, in particular, is a huge creative tool. uh, For those who've seen stuff like Halo Forge before, or even like Fortnite's new Unreal Engine Creative Mode, this falls somewhere in between those. Much more robust than Halo's Forge, but not quite on the level of an Unreal Engine editor there have been full games created in dreams uh the ability for like aspiring game developers or even just creatives in general jumping in there dreams is a really cool tool and i'm glad it will be free for those playstation users in august and on top of that death's door is freaking phenomenal uh my indie game of the year a couple years ago when it came out all these years run together at this point um i want to say it was like 2021 maybe 2020 uh phenomenal game 100 percent of it on xbox did two full th- playthroughs. Absolutely love the game and can't recommend it enough. Uh, definitely worth checking out, especially if you kind of like the um I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Like an old-school Zelda type of game with a great story behind it. Uh, it's definitely one to keep an eye on.
0: And make sure you get your facial scans in and make sure you qualify <laughs> as an everyone to teen – uh, if you if the facial scan does not think you're an everyone and or teen, you will not be able to possibly play some of these titles courtesy of the privacy-infringing ESRB.
1: There you go. Uh, next up, we'll keep it moving. Sega, we announced it quite a while ago. They were looking to acquire Rovio. Uh, a lot of people looking to acquire mobile game developers and publishers right now. Rovio, most known for Angry Birds. Uh, That IP continuing to be out there both as a mobile game as well as kind of making its way. I believe that there's a TV show and movies now as well. Uh, So definitely an IP we've seen expanded. Kind of fits nicely into Sega's family-friendly umbrella with stuff like Sonic the little hedgehog going right next to a big old red bird. I think it'll pair up nicely, and it sounds like regulators have approved that deal as well. Uh, Not much to mention on this one. I don't know too many details yet, but you can now Venmo to get new games on Xbox. Uh, Xbox continuing to expand their partnerships there with PayPal and Venmo. Uh, I think this could be something a little bit deeper. We do know Microsoft is building its own mobile store to try to compete alongside Apple and Google to try to break up that duopoly. Do I think it'll be successful? I really don't know. Uh, I feel like Apple kind of having iPhones allows them a nice little ground and then Google with Pixel and Android. Uh, it just... I don't know how Microsoft's going to find its way in there, especially if the Windows phone already failed years ago. Uh, While it was really cool, and I think it was ahead of its time in certain ways, I think this is one hell of a duopoly to try to break up, and I'm not sure. Uh, It'll be there for Microsoft to do easily. Now, with that being said, the best way to go about it, is making partners you just want activision blizzard you can buy into candy crush and king over there as a mobile publisher you have great partnerships with certain people like riot games that you've tied into xbox game pass now Uh, they have some very popular successful mobile games as well and then paypal and venmo also extremely popular for payment tracking Uh, this could be the way of doing it make these partnerships and then eventually find a way to push your store forward i think it's going to be a bumpy road and Again, this might not be associated with either, um, but I do think this is a little bigger than just Venmo being available for Xbox purchases. Continuing on, we're coming toward the end of the show here and toward the end of our topics. PlayStation, a big congratulations to Sony. PlayStation 5 has surpassed 40 million console sales worldwide uh, for the PlayStation 5. Uh, To give a little bit of note, that is both versions of the console. So that's the one with the disc player and the one without the disc player, the digital version per se. um, A really big milestone there at 40 million consoles worldwide, especially uh, given the height of some of the stuff we've gone through. The pandemic definitely led to rises in console sales, and since then they have fallen off a little bit. But with big titles coming out as well, they've started to jump back up. Spider-Man 2 leading the way, God of War last year, Horizon as well. Uh, PlayStation continuing to pump out those console units. uh, And really showing that their early production has given them a slight lead on Xbox. Uh, One, they brought in a giant player base from PlayStation 4, and that was already going to be a big leg up. Um, But Xbox decided to wait around for a little bit of um, newer tech from AMD. It's like a newer version of RDNA 2. PlayStation said, nah, bro, in May, they started producing their units. Uh, This is May of, I think, 2020 when the consoles initially launched. And since then, PlayStation's seen a nice boom continue out there. Xbox still having production issues. It's sold out on Amazon in the United States. Uh, You still cannot get a Series X very easily. So PlayStation continuing to invest, continuing to pump out consoles, and doing it very successfully at 40 million units worldwide in addition to that john we also got a look this past week at a new console version coming out to pair up with spider-man 2 and we now have an idea of what those prices could be as well uh linking a tweet here from hazardor gaming who pulls it from da labs the spider-man 2 console pack is rumored to cost 599 dollars in the u.s the limited edition Dual Sense controller, for those looking just to pick up the controller, should be somewhere around $80 as well. And then for those just looking to pick up faceplates to slap onto the side of their good old whopping PS5 unit, they can do so for $64.99, supposedly, uh, if these leaks are correct for those faceplates as well.
0: Yeah, and, and I hear the Spider-Man controller is a scratch and sniff. Um, it, oh smells like, it smells like Tom Holland after he gets out of the Spider-Man sh- suit From shooting Uh. far from home, Uh, so there you go. So, so also Sony uh, one upping Xbox with the pizza smelling controller (laughs) with the Tom Holland Spider Man suit smelling scratch and sniff controller. Yeah, it is cool. Quite the (laughs) look. All jokes aside, I love this. I think this looks incredible. Oh yeah, for sure. I I have always loved themed console uh, launches. Uh, My PlayStation 4 is the Destiny launch uh, white PlayStation 4. uh, I think it looks great. Uh, The resale value on them is a lot higher than the normal consoles because they are limited run. Uh, So, yeah, like this is great. If you're a huge Spider-Man fan, if you enjoy the Spider-Man video games uh, like I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I love the Spider-Man video games. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to play Spider-Man 2. I don't own a PlayStation 5, and I'm really ticked off about it. Is this enough to make me go out and buy a PlayStation? No. Uh, I don't have that kind of disposable money. Um, but if I did, I would definitely buy this. In a heartbeat, I wouldn't even think twice uh, this would make me buy a PlayStation 5 if I actually had the funds for it. Uh, make sure you use your Amazon Prime sub to OTN Media to help fund <laughs> my PlayStation 5. Uh, but simple as <laughs> that is... I think this looks great. I absolutely love it. And again, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a Spider-Man fan, and you love the video game, this is such a great uh, addition to your Spider-Man collection, if you will, is if you're looking for another PlayStation, another PlayStation. If you're looking to upgrade to the X ex- PlayStation 5, or maybe you're trading in your you know launch PlayStation 5 for this or whatever, I think this is a solid, solid time to do that with this bundle.
1: And, there you uh, go. And
0: and unlike the Nintendo Switch, the game comes with it, which is really hey. nice. You know, So there you go. Yeah, I'm talking crap about you, Nintendo. Put the damn game with your Zelda launch package. It's as simple as that. Don't make people pay extra for it. Uh, yeah, there you go. I just, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is definitely out there. It is a beautiful-looking console. Uh, it has had some critiques, some people thinking it's a little... Uh, cheaper looking per se i think it looks fine it's all Uh, plastic i think it's clean (laughs) i really like the black ps5 i like it a lot better than the white ps5 if i'm being honest um but splashing that red on there and then on top of that making the black look a little bit like venom taking over uh, i think plays out really nicely on both the controller and the console so if you guys are looking for that i don't 100 remember when these go live i think it might be tomorrow actually um maybe maybe a little bit longer um i'll have to look up the date for you guys um but if you're listening to this you're probably too late for the launch if it's tomorrow um if you're live with us on twitch though you might be good to go but definitely keep an eye on the channels as i'm sure you have been if you've seen this before and it's on your radar Uh, Last topic on the list for me, John, is Overwatch. Uh, This popped up in our server this afternoon. Uh, Set your sights on Suravasa is what the tweet says. The all-new, or ZEAT, as Elon Musk wants us to call these eventually. Uh, The new Flashpoint map launches on August 10th with Overwatch 2 Invasion. Uh, we can just play it briefly here on stream to take a look at the new map. Uh, you and I haven't dove into Overwatch too much recently. I probably will dive back in eventually uh, to play a little bit. But last I was in there, the freaking wait times to get into a game were like a year and a half. Because um, no one's talking playing. talking about load times. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is definitely up there, especially if you're trying to play DPS. It is definitely a little bit of a rougher look at things. Um, Overall, I really would love Overwatch to have a rebound. I think they've shot themselves in the foot quite a bit, though, and they really need something to land well, and deleting the PvE content is not quite the way to do that, in my opinion, after promising it as the big thing for Overwatch 2. Uh, With that being said, this map does look pretty nice. Uh, It might entice me to re-download and to give it a go, Um, but it is one of those things that I don't know if it's enough to keep me around for too long, so we'll have to see what else Overwatch 2 Invasion brings to the table in august i'm just gonna wait for overwatch
0: 3 if i'm being honest oh there
1: you go (laughs) that's all i'm I'm just gonna wait for overwatch 3 the reskin of overwatch 1 yeah
0: we'll keep an eye on it where Um, they go back to overwatch 1 but they don't screw the pooch in year five
1: yeah there you go we've (laughs) decided to add a hero back to expand our rosters uh it is now 6v6 once again Uh, heading out weird
0: enjoy your (laughs) off tank (laughs) Uh, uh I miss the off tank to be honest. I I think everyone not a big misses the off tank. One off-tank.
1: tank person, I just don't like that as much.
0: I think the Overwatch League misses the off tank. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just it's not quite as exciting to watch when there's that one vocal point of the tank. It's just or focal rather. I said vocal. <laughs> uh, it's a Thursday. I'm tired. Hey, um, but overall, John, I feel like this covers most of what we've seen so far for gaming news this week. There's been quite a bit. And again, just for the sake of time, we didn't cover every single topic and every single ten cent acquisition and investment. Um, But overall, quite a nice block of investments versus new marketing teasers versus scented controllers and special edition consoles versus John's boy, Nick Cage, joining Dead by Daylight in a content update. There has definitely been a lot of fire so far this week in gaming.
0: You had to bring Nick Cage back up, did you? I had
1: to, just one more time, to cage you in, you know. you know i i know
0: we've never updated our 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 script here for closing um, oh nice from, classy from like this from the special that we did uh So I'm just going to do that real quick because, uh, like Ron Burgundy, I read what's placed in front of me. Uh, It's as simple (laughs) (laughs) as that. Uh, Joey, anything else before I cue the music up here?
1: I think that does it, sir. Again, guys, a lot of big launches coming out here in August. Uh, Armored Core is one that a lot of people are looking out for. Sea of Stars, Baldur's Gate 3, also on a lot of different radars for that early August release. And much, much more like Liza P as well. Uh, Plenty of games to play in August, and come do so with the OTN community. Discord.me forward slash OTN.
0: All right, Nation. That does it for this edition of Level Up Live. But before you go, make sure you follow the show on Twitch to catch the next episode of Level Up Live. you listen to the show on our podcast feed, please do leave us a review. Level Up Podcast is available on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Is Stitcher still
1: around? Is Stitcher gone? Uh, I think it's dying in August. So It's dying in August.
0: Okay. Stitcher for another week or two. Um iTunes, Google Play, and whatever your podcatcher of choice is. We would love to hear from you. In fact, we love to hear from our community so much. There are multiple ways for you to reach out to us joey what are those ways
1: absolutely guys head over to twitter slash x slash whatever it is called next week as well as facebook and find us at otn media additionally you can find us at the good old meta platforms as well instagram and threads at otn underscore media last but not least follow the show over here on twitch twitch twitch.tv forward slash otn media lots of otn media in there this show typically thursdays 8 p.m eastern time and additionally Twitch subscribers, we've now added a section for you on our Discord server. Come check that out as well. All right, make sure you tune in next week. That is Thursday, August
0: 3rd. Holy crap, Joey, it is, thir- it is August already. As we come to the latest and greatest in gaming and esports news, do your ears and eyes a favor. Hit that sub and follow button to know when the next episode of Level Up Live is ready for your entertainment pleasures. We'll catch you all next week. Enjoy your weekend and remember, be nice to your fellow gamers online and as always, level up. up.